Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of The Revamped Founder. In this episode, we have Pierre-Gilles Lemery joining us. So, without any further delay, let's get started. Hey Pierre, how are you? I'm good, and you? Yeah, I'm absolutely fine. So, can you just give a little introduction of yourself to the audience? Yes, so my name is Pierre, uh, I'm from France. Uh, I'm 28 and I'm a software engineer and as you said a few years ago um, I really wanted to build something and this is where like Gladys Assistant uh, was born. Uh, so just to introduce a bit what Gladys Assistant is, uh, it's, a, it's a software that allows you to control things in your house. So it's a smart home program and it lets you control anything like lights, music, and basically any connected object in your home. And then you can build automation uh, around uh, connected text in your home. Like if you want to wake up with uh, nice music, you want to wake up with the coffee ready, you want to turn off everything when you leave the house, you can do this with Gladys. So I built this uh, a few years ago and I'm, I'm still working uh, working actively on it. Uh, my next question was about to be like what led to creating Gladys? Why did uh, you yes. make it? So um, at the time I was still a, a student in engineering school in France and so my parents they bought me a Raspberry Pi. I don't know if you know what's a Raspberry yeah. Pi but it's a small computer uh, uh, that costs but really cheap. Uh, at least it was really cheap at the time. Maybe it's a bit more expensive now with a shortage. But yeah. so it's a, my parents bought me this small computer and um, I didn't know really what to do with it. And there were so many articles on the internet like explaining how to connect, uh, like, I don't know, a, a connected uh, power plug or lights. And so I thought, oh, maybe I should build something around home automation. And this is what led to the first prototype of Gladys. Uh, the time was really, really basic, but then it, it evolved to a really big software that many people use. And yeah, now it's a, a, a big, a, a big software, and it's no longer just a student project. Yeah, I've used the Raspberry Pi. It's a really great device. And so this Gladys was in the making since you're a child, basically. Uh, a child, like more like a student. Uh, I was like 20, 20, 20 years old at the time. Ah, all right. So you must be in uni. Yes, like university. Yeah. Uh, so what are your future plans for Gladys? Can you shed some light on that? Uh, so I'm still uh, working on developing the product even more. So, you know, there are so many different uh, appliances you can buy for your house, so many brands of lights, so many brands of uh, sensors, and we are not compatible, like the software Gladys is not compatible with everything on the market. So, of course, my goal is to expand uh, the range of compatibility that we have. Uh, Currently, so a huge part of what I'm doing on a day-to-day -day basis is um, 
like bringing more compatibility to Gladys so the software so that the software can be used by even more people so this is the first part and then I'm always uh, trying to work um, on the UI on the program so that it can uh, answer more use cases um, to give a few examples like for example right now so many people with the energy crisis in europe they want to yeah. monitor like the electricity bills because it's yeah. super expensive and so i'm building um like a tool in gladys that will synchronize your electricity provider with Gladys, so you can see how much electricity you paid uh, this month this day so you can better monitor so many kinds of different features are asked by the community and every day i'm trying to improve uh, those features and of course communicate on them so i can reach more people and get new clients yeah all right that's very good so let's say that i want to start using gladys so what will be the process for that like how can i get into it and start um so we didn't talk about the open source part of Gladys, but Gladys is an open source program, meaning that I don't sell any hardware, uh, like it's not consumer, uh, uh, it's not directly this, like for end users. So you can't go to a supermarket and buy something that's Gladys compatible. You need a bit mm -hmm. of tech. And so you need to first have a, a computer. It can be Raspberry Pi, it can be uh, a server at home, a NAS, anything where you can mm -hmm. install Gladys on it. So you will go to gladysassistant.com and then you have the information how to install Gladys uh, on Raspberry is very easy. You have an image to download and then you can clone it on on the Raspberry Pi. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, yeah, on any server, you can install Gladys with Docker. Uh, there are many ways of installing Gladys, but Gladys is really uh, for tech people for now. You need to be a bit aware of how to install that kind of software. It's not for everyone. Yeah. So in the future, do you think that uh, you will sell Raspberry Pi on the platform only? Because it will make uh, it more accessible. We already recommend uh, some devices and make money yeah. out of the recommendation. It's just some mm -hmm. affiliation program like uh, very basic and I I don't think in the near future that I will sell some hardware because it's a real job to sell devices you know like you need to have an yeah. inventory sell it uh, under the like if people are unhappy you need to yeah get the hardware yeah, back uh, fix it that. yeah it's so many times and it's not really what I'm good at like I'm a software engineer so I know how to build software but really selling stuff is not my thing so I don't think that I would go in the hardware business in the coming years. Maybe on the very long term, I will one day like build a, like a Gladys box that you can buy and just plug it at home, but not for yeah. now. Oh, yeah, the Gladys box thing is uh, pretty good. Yeah, but it's not... Uh, I think for now, I still have a lot of growth uh, possible in this market without changing yeah, yeah. how I work. But if one day I don't know what to do, maybe, yes, a Gladys box can be a good idea. Mm. Uh, so, like, 
why did you decide to make Gladys open source? I mean, because so that's yeah. Um. So when I built Gladys, uh, at first it was just as I told you, like a student project. Uh, yeah. So at the time, I had even no idea that I wanted to build the software. Like I, I would, I was just like sharing some scripts. Mm -hmm. on my website and mm -hmm. people started uh, asking like maybe can you share more like can you share a full software that takes all your scripts all your pieces of code and that does everything in one piece of hardware or of software and so so i built gladys it was completely open source and even at the time i had no like goal of making money out of it it was really just a, a side project mm -hmm. And so this is where like the open source part comes from. And I think um, even now, like the open source part is uh, strange because uh, you know, your your house, you don't want your data to be uh, yeah publicly accessible. Like some people are afraid to put this kind of data in the cloud. They don't want uh, like the, the government or a third party company knowing exactly what they are doing, like leaving the house, entering back, seeing the cameras. And so I built the whole uh, yeah, identity of Gladys of being privacy first. And this is a huge, uh, huge part of Gladys is that the code that you run at home, you can inspect it, you can modify it, and you can know exactly where your data is stored. So that's a big part. And many people join Gladys because they want something that's self-hosted at home and that don't share their, their life. Yeah, that's a good point. What are some things which you think are very important to for someone to know who is planning on building an open source project? Like a very large scale open source. Yeah. I would recommend to uh, like to share as much as you are doing so that people um, can work with you on your on your journey uh, like being public and transparent on the code part and so what you are doing is very important because otherwise it's impossible for someone like on the outside to join you uh, build this project because the, the big advantage of being open source is that you can have a whole community helping you uh, build the software and being very transparent is very important. Mm -hmm. Also like having good documentation, a clear process, a good readme uh, in your GitHub repository is very important. Mm -hmm. Like in general, in any project, marketing and communication is key. Like if you work hard, but you don't advertise what you are doing, it's, it's meaningless. So. So yes, communication and spending time uh, talking to like potential uh, developers, contributors. Yeah, is there any like competitor? Or that is. Uh, do I have competitors? Yeah. Uh, yes. Competitors? Yes. Yes. There are many of them. Uh, like there are, of course, like. Uh, non-open source competitors, but those are not really competitors to me because uh, it's really a different market. Yeah. And then uh, yeah. you have uh, lots of different open source uh, smart home software. And I think it's mm -hmm. good because it means there is a real market for it and people mm, yeah. want those kind of solutions. 
but um, I, I think it's positive uh, competition because uh, everyone's trying to be the best software in the market and and it's just net positive in my opinion. So I'm not really focused on what the competition is doing. It's just it means there is a market. Yeah. Great. So what is the one big lesson that you have learned till now while building Gladys? Uh, one big lesson, I uh, would believe that uh, it takes time. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I, I'm not working uh, full-time on Gladys. I've at most been working part-time on it because I, yeah. on the side, I'm still a software engineer and doing freelance job for companies. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it, it, it's been taking a lot of time. Like I started Gladys when I was in the, my 20s. So it's been like eight, eight years maybe. <laughs> But I, I haven't worked like full full time on it, so it's just a few years uh, in reality. But every step um, takes a lot of time, and people um, yeah. for for that kind of software that you install at home for like the next ten years, you need to be confident that the software like will be still there and still working in ten years. So, being an old software is actually good in this kind of market, and people trust things that have been around for a long time so so it takes time yeah what's one big lesson <laughs> yeah it does actually take time to build on the yes so i read that you're a digital nomad right uh yeah you were talking about the digital nomadism Yep, yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um so yes, like when I left my school, you know, after university, um I had a choice. Like I was working in a tech startup in Paris mm -hmm. and they wanted me to stay in the startup uh, like full time living in Paris. But yeah. I wasn't really uh interested in living directly like the which says adult life, like uh, staying uh, in a fixed place and, and not seeing the world. And I was always, uh, like, I always loved traveling. And so as I wanted to, like, work more on Gladys and travel at the same time, um, I was thinking maybe, uh, maybe I should just travel and work at the same time. And we could think that traveling is expensive and it's more expensive to travel but to stay at home. But actually coming from Paris, which is an expensive city, and France, which is an expensive country. In fact, like yeah. traveling to cheaper countries is actually a way to save money. So mm -hmm. it's actually a way to fund uh, my development uh, while being in cheap countries. But so that's, that's what I did. I've been to many countries in uh, in Asia, I've been to India as well. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, I've been to many many places in Asia. When did you come to India? Which year? I think it was uh, three three years ago in two thousand nineteen. I think yes, two thousand nineteen. I did uh, one one month, uh, like one month in Delhi, a bit in Mumbai, and that's it. Uh, I, I did like the, the basic, like uh, Taj Mahal and uh, yeah. Iwa, Jaipur, 
Bhagwan places. Must have been a good experience. India, yeah, it's it's a really different uh, country from what I've seen. Lots of people, lots of new things, food to discover. So, yeah, I loved it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so like, what are some industries that you follow and your personal your industries you're interested in? Over industries. Yeah. Uh, you you mean industry. over yeah. than the tech uh, industry? <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I, I'm mostly or, interested. Or in in tech only. Yeah, or in tech only. Um, I I'm kind of interested of what the cloud providers are doing. Like I don't know if you follow a bit like Cloudflare as a company. Yes. 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 Uh, I think they are doing some crazy stuff, uh, trying to break a bit the markets. Uh, like, you know, Am Amazon AWS is a bit expensive. Cloudflare is trying yeah. to reduce yeah. those costs by bringing new product like uh, Air2, like the yeah. S three competitor. And I think it's a good thing uh, in this space. So I'm I'm watching a lot what's happening uh, in this industry, and I'm really like a fan of what Cloudflare they are doing. All the product they built, like uh, workers, air two, uh, uh, all those products are very interesting and very tech driven. Like mm -hmm. for me, like AWS, there are lots of things that are uh, just they did it a very basic way. Like for example, uh, Lambda, uh, the, you know the functions. Mm -hmm. they, they just spin off uh, an environment for a few seconds, but it's not really like there is a cold start problem and there are many problems. And I think Cloudflare with workers, they removed all those problems with a well thought uh, piece of engineering. I think I'm really interested of what's going on in this space. Yeah. I was also reading about this the other day. Good thing. Mm. Um, so like, this might be a pretty out of the box question, but like there's a lot of different ways in which people view success. What does like success mean to you? When will you consider Gladys a success? Like, um, the future. Uh, do I consider Gladys a success and what's success for me? That's the question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so like for me, success uh, would be a few things like. Um, like being used, like if you build something, you want your your piece uh, to be used by as many people as possible. So helping people achieve what they want to do. So that's one part of success. And the other part is being able to live out to like to live out of it. So make money uh, out of this uh, project. Mm -hmm. And so on this side, uh, I think I consider Gladys a success at least on the usage part because I have so many good feedbacks about Gladys. On the money part, um, I've had some up and downs in this project, like always. And like at the beginning, I had a different business model as now, but it was maybe bringing more revenue. And for me, it was a huge success at the time. But then I started another business model and like the 
growth rate was not as good as I expected it. So I'm still, I still have mixed feelings on if it is a success or not, trying to improve, change the variables, like if it's a price, is it the offering? Should I change how it works? And so I'm still trying to figure things out uh, with the Gladys Pay plan. So for me, it's not complete success on the on the revenue part yet, but I'm confident that with proper changes, uh, one day it will perfectly work. Also, like there are so many things that you can't control. Like for example, the market you are in is very important. Like uh, you. You can build something average in an exploding market and have so many customers because it's just an exploding market. And sometimes when you are stuck in a market that's just slowing down or uh, like not moving, like a bit like home automation right now because there are so many shortage, you know, with COVID, uh, shortage of ships. Uh, right now, like if you want to buy a Raspberry Pi, it's simply impossible and very expensive. So um, it limits a bit my growth right now. And so I think by just staying long-term in this market, trying things uh, at some point, uh, at some point I'm convinced that I will get some crazy growth, but mm -hmm. can't, can't know where. <laughs> that's, a, that's a problem. Yeah. Um... Like if you were to start working Gladys again today, what is the one thing that you'll do differently? Like which you think like you can change if you were if you were able to go back back in the past. Mm. I don't know if you really have regrets on things like you can't know in advance <laughs> what the future is gonna bring. Yeah. Um, and I think I'm pretty happy with the choices I made uh, on Gladys in the past. Yes. Yeah. So I don't know if I will change things uh, looking backwards. Yeah, I think like, yeah. No, I, th I think I, I would do the same. Maybe. Uh, yeah. I, I think that in, uh, when building stuff, like nobody really knows what they are doing. You know, you try things and if it works, it works. If it doesn't work, it's fine. And I think I kept trying and that's what brings me like the experience I have now, but I don't, I think the process, you need to experience, you need to do failures at some point. So it's not really a problem to fail. And if I, if I go back in time, I will do the same failure at some point, just to be at the same point of development, yes. Yeah, that's a pretty good answer. So, like, my last question would be, what message would you like to give to all the young builders who are just starting on I would say just uh, try things, like, build things as uh, fast as possible. I avoid spending time on useless things, like, I don't know, creating a company, creating, uh, like, spending time on a logo, buying a domain, that kind of stuff is useless. Like to give an example on Gladys for like two years. Um, the first two years, I didn't even have a domain name. Like I had um, 
like a subdomain that was free on my hosting provider that was free as well because I wanted to spend like zero euro because I was a student and didn't have any money. Mm -hmm. So like, I think so many people, they put uh, the wrong thing first, uh, like trying to, yeah, get a logo, get a, a company without doing any revenue. I say this is the one step, like just build and then see what, what works. And then when yeah. you make money, you can create your company, you can pay a designer for the logo. Same for the logo, like Gladys didn't have a logo until like a few years ago when I paid the guy to do the logo. But for like the first three or four years, I didn't have a logo. So, yeah. Hmm. And I think that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. You have to create a button and you can focus on these things. Yes. Exactly, you need to focus on your product, what you are solving, and talking to users. That's all. Yeah. Uh, so that's it from my side. Is there something you would like to add? Uh, thank you for for this interview, and it was nice, uh, nice chatting with you. Same here. So thank you for joining. I really enjoyed it. Thank you.